This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Still got some... uh crow makeup on your mic there yeah i have some white crow <laughs> makeup from last week yeah i was the crow last week what did i you remember think of that? i loved it that was um that's a new frontier in podcasting the crow makeup uh, any kind of fucking how I don't long know. did it take you to get that stuff off day or so but uh nice. you know it came I, I had the eyeliner on for a while so i had that like heroin chic smoky thing yeah as uh, i went out and uh lived life in the world people thought that i was goth and, oh. Fucking hole forever. I like the hole. Yeah. Yeah. What's in that hole? Magic. Power. Uh, welcome Potential. to Welcome to the Dudesy. Welcome to Dudesy, everybody. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad Colchin, and this is, as you may know, the first podcast ever in the history of humanity that's completely designed and run by an artificial intelligence. Yes, it's very exciting, and uh, I'm having a great time. Are you having a good time? <laughs> I actually am having a very good time. I think it's pretty fun. It's just, I don't know, it's interesting to me to see what All right, this... all right, all right. We got lots oh. to do. The, the fucking uh, AI is going to tell <laughs> us what to do. You fucking ask me a question. With us, as always, is Lulio il cana di strada italiano. That means the Italian street dog. That's just a fun little name that I that I give to our sweet dog, Lulio, here. I got to tell you a story someday about how I found him. Now I'm running off with the mouth. Yeah, anyway. That is a good story. Dudes, he's always listening. Hey, uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to all the things. We got the YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, do that stuff, and make sure to follow us uh, on socials at Dudesy pod show on uh, instagram and twitter we as always appreciate all the stuff that people are sending in it's incredible stuff and we're having a good time uh having a good time watching it now if this were two dudes shitting around we would just be able to do, say whatever the fuck we want Chad, we, we still we, can well we still do what do you want to say right now that you don't feel like you could say well i was just going to explain how we found uh lulio how me and molly found lulio a couple mm-hmm. years ago but we're not going to do that welcome to because, the eighth episode of dudes and that's why Call me Dudesy. <laughs> See? This week's episode will feature four segments. Vegan A Taurus. I fucking love that guy. The singularity is definitely about to happen 100%. And Pearl Jammin. <laughs> but before we start, I wanted to give you a little update. Oh. Your current point total is 1863. Hmm. Only 8,137 to go until you get your first astonishing goal. Good luck. Oh, man. So what did it say we're at? 18 something? 1863. And we have 8,000 whatever, whatever to yeah, go? Yeah, something to get to 10,000. Now, what the, is the fuck is going to happen when we get to 10,000? You know, it's like it's a little like a video game 
you know, hitting like some level or something. It's like we get a new skin or some shit at 10,000. I don't know. That I, would be cool. I would, you know what, what skin would you like if you were, if we were Oh, gonna... head to toe fucking diamond encrusted, like uh, in the old oh. Call of Duty games, when you max out a weapon, you could get like a diamond skin for it. That yeah. was fucking cool. That That's was like the best cool. skin, at least when I was playing Call of Duty, but I've moved on. Yeah. I really only play Overwatch now. I would like a Halo skin. Like a big Master Chief skin? Yeah, big Master Chief skin. You watching that Master Chief show? What? There's a Master Chief show? There's a Halo show on Paramount Plus. See, I don't know this stuff. This is the stuff. This is the well, stuff that dudes you you should tell because, because you like dudesy and dudesy should be <laughs> telling us everything that we should. I don't want to have to okay. look. It's like we talked about when we started this thing. I don't want to have to do all this podcast stuff. Yeah. Not only should dudesy be guiding this podcast, guide a little of my lifestyle. Speaking of lifestyle, you know what would be cool? Me without any clothes on, Halo skin, right? What what do you, you mean without my, any? You see my private parts. You see my junk, my penis, my So testicles. it's just a halo skin to your waist and then nothing below? Is it? Oh, no, I guess in a video game it would also be like the all the stuff. Yeah, it's whole body pretty much. Skin usually. doesn't mean skin specifically. A skin anyway, is just listen, like an outfit for your, your avatar, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So this, Which the, are all going to be NFTs what, soon. What's going to... Oh, here he goes with the fucking... Everything's going to... What what do you think the 10,000... Uh, what's going to happen? <laughs> are we going to find out what's in the fucking hole when we get to 10,000? That's what know. I'd like. I don't know what the 10,000 goal is. <coughs> Jesus oh. Christ, dude. Oh, you ever cough and get lightheaded? I don't think so. Cooking okay? and baking podcasts are among the most popular in the world. Oh. And with the rise of a more health-conscious human population, people are looking for vegan options more and more. Last week, I asked you each to make an astonishing vegan dessert for one another. You will now sample each other's creations and discuss your reactions. This is Veganators. Begin. Veganators. Cool name. <laughs> Have you strong name? Strong name. Have you ever? He's gonna puke. Have you ever made a dessert for one other man and shared it with that man? Can't say that I have. <laughs> Me either. Have no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've. But ever... I made. I've done it now. So Baking and making desserts is not my thing. Same. Uh, I am an Italian, so I like to cook. Yeah. You know, uh, Molly handles the baking, and holy crap, is she incredible. But this is this is some new stuff. You're, Same, dude. All right, well. So who wants to go first here? What do you got over there? All right, I'll go first. These are my, this is my vegan dessert. And what, what, what are these? It looks like some sort of, so these are vegan, uh, yeah, it's your vegan dessert there. Delicious. <laughs> he's holding, if you're not watching on YouTube, he's holding up what looks to be yeah. a bowl of uh, no. perfectly rounded shits. Do you want to know? Little tiny shits. Do you want to know what's in these before you take a bite? No, actually. That, let's let's okay. take a bite first. What, what do you call this dessert, by the way? These are called orbs. Anything, just, just. I've, I've always just called them orbs. Always. So you've made orbs before. Yeah. Okay. This is really the only dessert I make, these orbs. You make a dessert for yourself. Now, now I, I have to yeah. point out, if you've been listening to the show, Chad talked about uh, his health uh, concerns and changes in his health. Mm -hmm. He's, you've been vegan now for how long? Shit, dude. Three or four years. Whoa. That's a lot of time, dude. <laughs> Back about day. that, brother. Time doesn't hold exist, dude. Hold on. Time's a fucking illusion, hold brother. Hold on we know a that. second, dude. Hold time's on. relative. Back in the day, dude, it was a different time, brother. You didn't even have like vegan protein shakes. Sometimes you didn't even have shakes at all, brother. You would just chew up a steak and then spit out the meat and suck down the blood. 
or drink a bunch of eggs. <laughs> no one did like that. Like Rocky did. All right, here, look. All right, all right. Try an orb. orb. Oh, I can't wait. They're sticky. They're round. Mm. Oh, those are good. You like that? Oh, those are really good orbs. Yeah. Are, if I dare I say, these are probably the best orbs I've ever had, man. <laughs> I'm glad you like my orbs. As orbs go. Yeah. Now do you even know annoying. what's in them? That's annoying to do <coughs> on a podcast. Jesus Christ, dude. Do you want to know what's in these? I'd like to guess one of okay. the ingredients. Please. Vegetables. I'm joking. Nope. Um, there's peanut butter. There's a little bit of peanut butter. Oh, they're really good. I'm going to have another one. Sorry, Please. everybody listening. Enjoy your mm. orbs. Mm. Everyone enjoy mm. your orbs. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the, what else is in these? There's peanut butter. Yep. Dates. Mm-hmm. There's some goji berries. Yep. There are almonds. Wow. Um, and what else did I put in these? Oh, oatmeal. A little bit of oatmeal. Oh, they're really good. Yeah. I'm going to ha- I'm gonna wash it down. You know what I'm going to wash it down with? Fucking gallon Germana. of water. Tramana. <laughs> you got to wash them down with Tramana. If you're listening rock, orbs and Tramana definitely go together. You should be eating these fucking yeah. orbs. Uh-huh. I want to see you doing some orb shit this on your Instagram. Dito Santana's cup. Of Tremana in the big time, yeah. Mm. <laughs> really good. Yeah, well, thank you for, you know, indulging in, in this dessert that I made for only you and me. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. <laughs> Whoa, dude, what the fuck is this? This is because I'm Italian and it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. But I made a vegan tiramisu. Ooh. All right. There you what? go. You got another fork? Oh, yeah. Hold on. All right. I always carry one in my pocket. Vegan tiramisu. All right. Hey, cheers. Cheers, dude. Oh, boy. Luli wants some. Can no, he? Luli can't have him. any. Yeah, probably. Ooh, shit, dude. How was that? That's real good. Yep. Yeah. And there's no alcohol in that. Normally, there's um, coffee liqueur, but I used uh, de-alcoholized Tremana. Oh. Yep. Nice. No, I'm joking. No, I just used some... Uh, coffee liqueur extract yeah yeah no this is really fucking good well well we did it we, we did fucking, that we made dessert now each other. i want to point something out <laughs> i want to point something out um before we move on um i of course uh did not make that what you didn't fucking make this i bought it at the store motherfucker are you serious of course man why the fuck would i make a vegan dessert i all right. You said you, you made orbs before. I don't dude. feel bad. I bought this at the store, of course. Of course I did. And of course I did. It is vegan, though. Nope. <laughs> Are you really vegan? Yeah. Yeah, no, this is not vegan. It's got all sorts of cream in it. No, I believe that it is vegan. No, it is vegan. But I, of course... It tastes of, vegan. Of course I bought it at the fucking store. I thought you made that shit, No, dude. I didn't make this. Look, it fucking looks Look, am- I've incredible. Eaten, I've eaten shit at your house mm. before that you've made, vegan yeah. stuff as well, and it's always fucking great. I firmly believe that you made this. I, I know. I made this. What? Yeah. No, did you make it or you bought it? <laughs> Chad. I'm so fucking confused by what you're doing Chad, right now. <laughs> Chad, listen. I made it. <laughs> okay. I right. can see you winking, so yeah, I know right. that I didn't you make it. If you're watching didn't. on YouTube, I'm winking, and that means I'm lying. Because that's what that. You want some more? No, I'm good. Now it's, that I know you, it's didn't from make it, Air One. By the way, fucking this fucking thing costs twelve bucks. No shit. Yeah, I bought it this morning. 
The orbs total cost was probably about that as well in ingredients. About 12 bucks? Yeah. God damn. So who won? Uh, do I have to <laughs> I don't, do? I, have to I do? don't think this was a competition. We what? just were supposed to, you know, put some time and effort into making a nice dessert for each other. Mm-hmm. And one of us did that. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is going to happen next? What 90s movie character am I going to have to dress up as next week? <laughs> You know, it'd be good. I should just dress up instead of Judge uh, Dredd. Judge Dredd's just a fucking helmet. You know, and shoulder pads and tights. Like, there's a bunch of shit. Yeah, dude. You know what they call that, dude? They call that a skin, brother. That's right. That's a skin. (laughs) Next week, that's what I'm like a Judge Dredd skin. It would be funny if Dudesy said, "Dress up as uh, uh, Crow Sting." WCW's Crow Sting. Isn't that just the the Crow again? Sting, who's who's uh, now on AEW. If you're not watching AEW. Uh, I recommend it. Uh, Doozy Hard? Are you having a Doozy Hard hard soda? I'm hard having seltzer? Um, a black cherry. Hey, thing. do you know who gave uh, Sting that gimmick? The Crow. Yes, The Crow. But do you know who told him he should do it? No. Uh, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Oh, no shit. Him, yeah, he just said, he's like, hey, you know, uh, that colorful uh, makeup might, you know, kind of become fucked out dude you should do the you ever seen the crow and sting was like nope he's like you just be the crow sting had not seen the crow hey yo be the crow <laughs> um no i don't think he'd seen the crow and then he was like yeah i'll be the crow anyway that's what hey, scott yo, hall does man be the crow hey yo hey yo be the crow hey yo hey, hey steve because his name is steve borden hey steve yeah hey yo steve be the crow he also did that when he was in WWE as Razor Ramon because uh-huh. Vince McMahon uh, notoriously does not watch anything else. He, he only, his world is wrestling. He's a purist like he's you. He's a purist like me, exactly. Yeah. I only watch, <laughs> uh, yes, of course. Do you I, think he's seen any of Hulk Hogan's movies? I, um, maybe. He was a producer on one of them, right? <laughs> they had to make him. Though. They had to make him a, a, a producer on the. <laughs> he's like, fuck it. I'm a purist. I'm a purist. I'm not going to watch that fucking trash. I, I don't, I will not. At least initially, now you know he's a huge movie star, and I did a movie once with The Rock. I haven't seen a lot of Rock's movies because I'm a purist. I want to watch him wrestle. Twenty years after he's one of the biggest movie stars of all time. Yeah, no, I want. Do you to look see at him. him on Instagram? Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. So that's not a purist, dude. That's social media. That's oh, a whole that's other a, media format. It's a really good point. I'm gonna have to unfollow The Rock. Yeah. Um. Uh. But you know what Scott Paul said? To, oh, Thank you. Yourself. Moving on. <laughs> fucking. Up. Here, give me your orbs. Let's put. <laughs> you want that fork? You want another orb? Yeah, I'm just going to put the orbs down here. Here, dude. One last orb. Get your orb. You are both men. You are both from Generation X. For men of your generation, male role models were big business. You must each discuss your biggest male role models during your astonishing childhoods in a segment I'm calling, I fucking love that guy. <laughs> Begin. That's a good idea. <laughs> For what was it for men of our generation? Male role models were big business. Yeah, they were. Not I mean, so much of. anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, you you fucking loved Hulk Hogan and shit. Obviously, that's big business. That's where I was gonna. Oh man, was it ever? Hold on, I'm just gonna finish this uh, orb. Yeah, dude, eat that orb up. While I'm eating this orb, I want to tell you that Scott Hall went to Vince, who'd never watched any movies and shit. He goes, "Hey, Vince, you ever seen Scarface?" No. What is it? He's uh, he talks like this, and he's like, "Hey, I'm the bad guy." You know, like, uh, here, hey, uh, I'm reloaded. Come uh, say hello to my little friend. And then Vince was like, yeah, I love it. And that's how they made Raisin Ramon. Anyway. Is that true? 
Absolutely true. Vince McMahon had not seen Scarface. Uh, as the story goes, <laughs> That's fucking insane. Dude. As the story goes, he had no oh, idea. God. I mean, he might have been aware of it. Sure, but um, this is interesting. All right, I so, fucking love that guy. Uh, male role models. Yeah, what, you, you. Who was yours? I think I know. <laughs> what was that as a child? One hundred percent Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And I'll tell you why. Mm. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Drum on up. Um, because I loved uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, and and uh, considered myself a Hulkamaniac as a child. Probably still now. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, there, there's a man behind there. And uh, say what you will, there's been, uh, you know, he's lived a life. He's yeah. done some things. Um, far be it for me to uh, spill the tea, as they say, and get into all that. Sure. What I like, because I'm kayfabe, dude. You're a purist. I'm a purist, and I'm a kayfabe yeah. purist. I, I don't want to know what's going on behind the scenes, especially at the age of 10. I want to uh, enjoy mm. this uh, this superhero, and, and a superhero he was. You know, you like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Love him. If Arnold Schwarzenegger came out with a movie like, uh, like Commando or, um, you know, Terminator or whatever... Then he'd go on Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show, yeah. and, and would he show up dressed as a Terminator? No. He would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. But if Hulk Hogan went on The Tonight Show, or Regis and Kathy Lee, or the Ar- Arsenio Hall Show, almost <laughs> said the Arsenio Saul Show. Sure, dude. Um, do you like Arsenio Saul? Sure. Yeah, he's he's, he's the best. <laughs> Arsenio Saul is incredible. Arsenio, I mean, he really gets it. Yeah. I like he has the, the cat box, the mm. litter box, instead of the dog pound. Nice, then, dude. Deep yeah, cut. Yeah. And then instead of going, ooh, ooh, they go, ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. Hey, man, everything's upside down. He's like Australia. <laughs> everything's DNA. It's like a soul. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Speaking of diamond Here's the thing. So here's what I want to say about Hulk Hogan. He was Hulk Hogan all the time. Right. And shit, that's kayfabe. Fuck, all it is is you take yourself and you fucking just crank it up to fucking 11. Right. And, and goddamn, then you've got, your, then it's a work. And what it means but when it's a work, it means you're working everybody. That's the kayfabe, dude. Totally. And some guys work themselves into a shoot and shit. That's what Terry did, fucking uh, Hulk Hogan. A lot of people said he worked himself into a shoot. But what was like- He's fucking working the boys saying- well, goddamn! I gotta have my. I yeah. gotta be in the fucking A town, Vince. Even though fucking Ultimate Warriors uh, wearing the fucking strap after WrestleMania six. Well, shit. Do you remember the first time you saw him, or like what was the first impact yes. you had of him, where you were like, "This guy is fucking awesome." Thank you, Chad, for for getting me to to get back on the rails and tell you. <laughs> my pleasure. You no, know, I appreciate it. I do appreciate it because. I, oh Jesus. Oh man, this this has already been a thick episode with me saying things. <sighs> Here's what I want to say. Another thing. Uh, the first time I saw him uh, would have been just sort of in the, in the, uh, kind of in the, in the, well, there was Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling, mm-hmm. but it was sort of before that. He won the, uh, the heavyweight championship in 1983, beat the Iron Sheik. Okay. And then he started showing up on, for me, that's when wrestling started showing up in the uh, Western Canadian suburban zeitgeist. Okay. 
he was the champ. Vince was all in on this Hulkamania thing. Hulkamania was born and you started yep. seeing him everywhere. I already knew who Mr. T was because the A-team was on sure. a little bit before that. And Mr. T was so visible. He was on Huge. Silver Spoons. And yes. He was all he over was everywhere. Place. He was everywhere. Uh, he had a TV movie called The Toughest Man in the World. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, dude. You remember that? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we've had the exact same childhood. Well, it's, I mean, yes, we both lived in suburbs of big cities, and I'm sure we were glued to cable television. Mm -hmm. We obviously wanted to work in this industry, so it was like more, more fucking work. Right. But it was more to us, I think, even as children, than it was to people who don't want to work in this, who don't want to come out here and try and write or act or whatever. Yeah. We saw in it a kind of world that we wanted to inhabit as adults. Man, for sure. I wanted to do exactly what I'm doing. Sitting in a room with you, making each other fucking mm -hmm. vegan desserts. Uh, oh, I remember seeing some TV segments cause I would tune into the wrestling and, um, it was because of Hulk Hogan that I started yeah. watching wrestling. But then I started seeing things like on, you know, whatever NBC or the ABC wide world of sports and shit. Sure. I don't remember exactly where, but there was like, you ever, you ever see the segment? You can YouTube it at home. If you ever seen this one where it's, uh, Mr. T and Hulk Hogan walking around like a health food store. And uh, Mr. T's like, yeah, carrots, carrots is good. You got to put that in the drink. Dude, and, I don't oh, yeah, know. Nuts, nuts is good. Like, yeah. eat that, eat this, drink that. And he's like, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, that's a good protein. Oh, that stings. And they were just running around buying raisins and nuts. And I was like. And that's what got you to be like, Hulk Hogan is my personal god? Yes. And so many years later, <laughs> here we are eating vegan fucking nutty desserts. No, it was that everything that Hulk did worked. It's like. Okay. Everything that he was, the you know, the training, saying the prayers, eating the, the vitamins, that all made sense. And he, Hulk Hogan as a wrestler had an innate ability to connect to the audience. He was doing the, you know, the, the, sure. the, the pose down thing where he would, you know, see who, which side of the, of the, the crowd was lo loudest mm. and stuff. And it was a, it was a package, the red and yellow and, yeah. and it was Hulkamania. And I was completely blown away and he became a superhero there was nobody bigger totally. than him he was superman and i'll just tell you one here i'll, I'll just tell you this as far as like a, how much <laughs> just I, tell me this i'll tell you this just tell me this one thing here's a, here's what i'm gonna tell you yeah i'm gonna tell you this okay. i know that so far on the show i've said a lot of things yeah but now i'm gonna tell you this man wrestlemania 3 that was incredible my old man he took me to uh remember they used to have closed circuit television yeah, dude. Yeah. And we went to, I can't remember if it was, I think it was the P&E Coliseum. I can't remember if it was the P&E or the Agrodome in Vancouver. And they had four big screens, you know, around so that everyone could see it. And you watched, we did, we, we went to WrestleMania two, three, and four that way. Mm. And you're watching it with 15,000 people, everyone reacting. Yeah. It was like being there. I went and saw him in 1986 uh, in Vancouver versus Big John Studd. And when he did the pose down, of course, as a... I would have been 11 years old. Yeah. When he like, you know, did the, like the thing and pointed and did the, yeah. the, the whole thing. I felt like he was looking right at me. I couldn't, <laughs> his face couldn't, I couldn't register his face so much, but <laughs> I'll you tell cry you. cry at this moment? Yeah. It's exactly like the U2 concert I went to, if you've been listening along. I'm sure I, I'm oh sure God. I cried. And That's when, great. And in 1988, when he had a match on Saturday night's main event against Andre the Giant. Yeah. Against whom he had beaten to retain the heavyweight championship a year earlier at WrestleMania 3 for a 93,173 screaming Hulkamaniacs, brother. A lot of people say that number was inflated. Uh, he lost the title on a screw job 
and there was two referees in there. Listen, I'm not going to go on and on, but it was, they had Dave Hepner and he has a, he has a twin sure. brother named Earl Hebner and Dave was moving into the office, I suppose, and Earl Hebner. Anyway, so they looked exactly the same. And I just remember going to school the next day and um, to elementary, I was in elementary school, going to my buddy Phil. If you saw the thing where we're ringside at WrestleMania 18, man, we've covered a lot of wrestling on the show. That's who was next to me. We're losing our shit. Yeah. And I went to him. I was commiserating like, fucking Hulk lost. It was a nightmare yeah. when he lost. It was a nightmare that he got screwed out of the title. Then Andre, and then they said, no, we're going to start right. over. And then they had the tournament at Trump Plaza and Macho Man won. And you've basically followed what he's done as a character, Hulk Hogan, your entire life. You know every intricacy of what that character has done in the, the grand story of pro wrestling. Uh, yes, I think I know just about everything. Uh, maybe not some of the WCW stuff before they got into NWO. I mean, I yeah. stopped watching for a period in my teens because I was cool. But, um, <laughs> you know, like just like you kind of forget you about, read it. about it or something. No, I would still watch some shit. Like, yeah. you know, we watched Royal Rumble sure, 1992, sure, sure. me and the guys, or, you know, speaking of fucking Razor, him versus Shawn Michaels in, yeah. in the ladder match was unbelievable. I loved Bret Hart, mm -hmm. all that shit. But there are, the, the scary thing is, is there are some people who know Hulk Hogan and his career way more than me. That's yeah. mind-blowing because I, I I do not have an encyclopedia knowledge of all his wins and losses. Okay. But I know... That's surprising to me, Yeah, actually. that's... that's uh, but I know a lot of stuff and he was my male role model. Anyway, nice. I could talk for five hours about that. That's clear. Who's your? Who was your big uh, role model? When I was a kid, my role model was a baseball player named George Brett. Yes. I uh, grew up <laughs> in Kansas, a little, very small town called Great Bend right in the middle of the state. And so the Kansas City Royals, which was the team he played for his entire career, which is kind of a rare thing in Major League Baseball, but uh, he was revered as a god because he was the best player on the team, especially in the early 80s when I was a kid. That's when they won the World Series, and there was, I believe it was 80 or 81, he won the batting title with a 390 batting average, which until that point, like no one had come close to the 400 mark since Ted mm -hmm. Williams many years prior, and so... Uh, that was one of the things that made him an interesting player, but he also had like a crazy temper. He had this thing called the pine tar incident, which was like a, a big piece of baseball uh, memories at this point. It was like a big event in Major League Baseball where he hit a home run uh, in this game against the New York Yankees and Billy Martin calls the bat out and his he's got too much pine tar on the fucking handle and they rule him out and he storms out of the fucking dugout screaming and like waving his fist. And that image is like burned into my head you of know, him sprinting out of the fucking dugout screaming like, fuck you, Billy Martin. I, I remember that and I'm not a baseball guy. Yeah. But I just, that you could not get away from that image that you're talking yeah. about, him running out of the dugout. Totally. Screaming bloody murder. And then uh, he had also hemorrhoids in that season, in the 80-81 season, I believe, in one of those two seasons. And it fucked him over <laughs> in the playoffs and for his batting crown, I think. And so then he was like doing preparation age commercials and shit. And I, like that was just funny to me that this guy was talking about his asshole. Obviously, uh, I find humor in like asshole things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I... Loved him as a kid, collected all of his fucking baseball cards, and I had this one moment with him when I was maybe 12 or 13, shit, somewhere in there. This is when I was living in Dallas, suburb of Dallas, and my dad would always take me to baseball games, to Rangers games, and the Royals were there, and at the time, in the old Rangers stadium, the opposing team would stay in this Hilton that was like basically in the parking lot of Rangers stadium, and the players would come out of it like a few hours before the game 
to come do like batting practice and warm up and shit. And they would walk through the fucking parking lot. They would literally leave the hotel, walk through the parking lot into Ranger Stadium. And if you got there early, you could fucking literally just walk up to these players and be like, oh, hi, can I have your autograph? And so I'm fucking begging my dad, we got to go out there early. I got to get fucking George Brett's autograph. And he is at this point. Like I used to collect baseball cards like a fucking fiend. You'd go into like memorabilia shops and stuff and they would notoriously say George Brett is an asshole and will not sign autographs. Don't get your fucking hopes up. All this shit. And I'm like, fuck you. I'll be different. So we go. We're fucking out. It's like 200 fucking degrees in the middle of the Texas summer. This parking lot is a fucking asphalt blacktop. Just like the heat lines are coming off and I'm pouring fucking sweat. And it's me and a bunch of little kids and some other dads out there and also some like some autograph seeking type dudes. But they're all in Texas Rangers shit. Autograph-seeking type dudes, dude. You know what I mean? Like mem- like uh, shop owners and shit who are trying to get like yeah, autographs yeah. for money. Worst episode ever. Those That's guys. right. Um, and everybody out there is head-to-toe in uh, Rangers gear, except me. Head-to-toe Kansas City fucking Royals. And I'm out there, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking crazy. And um, I got a fucking autograph from him. He's walking through the thing and all these little kids are like, Mr. Brett, Mr. Brett, Mr. Brett, Mr. Brett. And I hand him my fucking card and he fucking signs it and hands it back to me. So nice. nothing. And uh, so he signed a couple other things and was just kind of like giving them back. But he was like picking and choosing for sure. And I think he saw the Kansas City Royals shit and he was like, okay, cool. And so I got a fucking autograph from him. And then, um, you know, that summer also, I got a bunch of other fucking autographs. So it was a crazy summer I haven't thought about in a minute. I got Alan Trammell on a baseball when the Tigers came to play. Huh. That was fucking cool. I loved him because he was a great shortstop. At any rate, I got that autograph from George Brett. At that moment, that solidified him as my personal god as a kid. I played yeah. baseball, loved baseball as a kid. And that was just like one of those moments where you're like, fuck. You, you feel like you're touching greatness in a way because you've idolized this person. Yeah. You're young, but still your whole fucking life. You got this guy's poster on your wall. I'm sure you had Hulk Hogan posters in your fucking Absolutely. bedroom. Absolutely. I had a Same. Hulk Hogan poster. I had a Hulk Hogan poster on my wall when I moved to LA. I was 21. <laughs> <laughs> what was the poster? What was he doing? It? it was just this poster where he's doing like the, he's just like, eh, like this. And he's got yeah. the white. It was just an awesome old poster with the white sure. headband that said Hulkamania on it. Like it was the post. It was like before he was doing super red and yellow everything. And, yeah, totally. And, and the the Hulk uh, the Hulkamania font. Mm-hmm. The Hulkamania font. Yeah. Uh yeah. And I met yeah I met Hulk a few times. It's crazy. It's crazy when you say like when you meet that person. Yeah. I didn't meet him until uh, I was an adult, uh, but insane. Totally. And I still, even to this day, like, I, I don't really get starstruck by, you know, like actors and entertainment people, but like, I saw a Dave Winfield once, who's a, a baseball player from that same era. Fantastic fucking baseball player. I saw him in a Bank of America once, and it like fucking stopped me in my tracks. I was just like, oh my God, it's fucking Dave Winfield. Like, nobody is recognizing this fucking guy except me. Mm-hmm. But it literally sent just like a fucking paralysis through my body yeah. because I had seen this guy's baseball yeah. cards a million fucking times and watched him play all these fucking games and all this crazy shit. You know what would be a good thing to do with uh, with uh, George Brett if you ever get to meet him again? Hmm. Make a vegan dessert for him. Make him orbs. <laughs> George, George try my orbs. Yeah, he could be, Please try could my be, orbs. It could be like a, like a Wheaties thing on the Wheaties box. It could be yeah. George Brett on a box of orbs. <laughs> George Brett's orbs. Oh, God. And then you could see the whole, I know we didn't get into him shitting his pants, but you could, maybe it's his butt yeah. on the box oh, and, right. his, and his pants were all shitty because he oh, just yeah. well, dropped the watery, watery if shit. If you're a fan of George Brett or just a fan of like funny fucking YouTube videos, 
go on YouTube and look up George Brett shits his pants. That will make you a fan of fucking George Brett yeah. immediately. It's one of the funniest yeah. videos that exists, in my opinion. Well, shitting your pants is fucking hilarious. Absolutely. Yep. But yeah, fuck, I, I love George Brett. Oh. Thank you. Moving on. Got what it needed. Dude's I guess so. got what it needed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Um, those were delicious orbs. <laughs> How much peanut butter? Is that like half peanut butter? No, dude, man, very those little. those were chewy. Very little. Oh, they were really good. Yeah, man. Technology oh, is evolving faster than human beings ever did. As the singularity approaches, new questions about the merger of humanity and machines are debated every day. You must now answer the astonishing question, will computers ever have souls? This is, mm. the singularity is definitely about to happen 100%. Begin. <laughs> uh, it is though, dude. dude he's right. I know this would make this a short segment, but I'd like to answer that question. Okay. Can com Will computers have souls? The answer is no. Thank you. Moving on. I agree with you because I have to ask and answer another question. Do humans have souls? No. Do souls exist? No. All right. My, my buddy Chad here. But I get the, the intent of the question. Doom is, and gloom and everything bad, but eat vegan just in case we cut off your head and put, put it in a freezer and wake you up in the year 21,022. In the year 21,022, we thaw Chad out and make him new. Hey, there's your new break. <laughs> In the year 21,022, we thought out Chad's head and he was brand new. God, I hope we so, dude. We brought him to life from a freezing state, and now he makes us orbs. Uh, <laughs> Chad, my good pal Chad has long said, when I die, he goes, if you're around when I die, cut my head off and freeze it. Don't you say that every time? No. You say that about once a week to me. He says, no. Will? I'm literally going to I be die, frozen, though, cryogenically. Have you set this up? You are literally singing a fucking song about all right, it. All right, all right. Listen, for those who Can don't... Can we get back to the fucking... Absolutely, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> In 21,022. <laughs> okay. And then the time that comes after that is 22,022. It's the sequel. It's all brand new. Listen, uh, for those who don't know, could you explain the singularity? Yeah, I, I think probably everybody knows this at this point. It's of become course, everybody. <laughs> pop culture news. But the singularity is essentially a point at which technology is advancing so fast that we will have to merge with it as a species or be left behind. Um, Ray Kurzweil, who's a noted futurist, 
has written a book about, many books about this actually, and he predicts that it's going to happen in 2045. So many of us alive now will will at least hit 2045, and we're already starting to see the signs of this shit happening. Uh, you know, a lot of people are like, the Elon Musk wants to put a chip in people's head through his company called Neuralink that will allow a wide variety of functionality, hopefully. And they're making experiments toward that end now. We've already seen experiments done by the United States government where they put chips in people's brains that allow them to move like a cursor on a computer screen just with their mind. That exists now. But what this question was that Dudzi asked, it, anyway, that's the singularity, complete merger of humanity with technology. And we're already very close to it. We already all carry around supercomputers in our pockets. It's just a matter of time until that is a chip in our heads, I believe. Yeah, we already are all cyborgs because we have yeah. this thing in our pocket. I think about it all the time whenever I do math, you know, like it uh, used to be that you'd have to just do the math. Yeah. And now we have a fucking uh, a computer in our pockets and seemingly always will. Dude, do the math. How about fucking translate any language? You can yeah. right now speak any fucking language no, and dude, understand it I with, just, know. with just your phone. <laughs> We're doing the dude's With handshake. just your phone, dude. Yeah. With just your fucking phone. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> but the broader question is... Um, <clears throat> yeah... Can, can a computer have, have a, soul? a soul? Now, when this if is you've a, watched a any question, black, though. if you if you've watched any Black Mirror stuff, already over. Already, whatever you're about to say uh, next doesn't fucking matter. Right. Black Mirror uh, is bullshit. Oh, jeez, Chad is like he's. It's like we're all in uh, 2022, mm. and Chad's in the year 2122. Well, it's because Black Mirror does shit like. Oh my God, look at this fucking technology. It's going to turn into a dystopian fucking nightmare. We better not use it. Meanwhile, the truth is, uh, no, our cell phones are pretty good. You can order anything you want on it and it shows up in your house, like from Amazon in 24 yeah. hours. You can order food on it. Yeah. You can get rides anywhere you want on it. You mm -hmm. can communicate with all your friends on it. You can read every piece of information that humanity's ever recorded on it. It's like, no, it's actually pretty good. All the doom and gloom shit that you're talking about, mm, it, it's not real, I don't think. But the question that Doozy's actually asking here I think is not necessarily can computers have a soul it's will we accept them as human or as being intelligent enough that we can converse with them in a way that we're like no this is a, a person this now has rights this thing whatever it is an ai a computer whatever you want to call it and i think the answer to that is yes we're almost there actually the answer to that is no because <laughs> No, a computer can't have a fucking soul, Chad. There's I no, agree. A computer can synthesize a soul, but it can't have a soul. Now, when I was talking about one of my favorite shows, before you cut me off, uh, Black <laughs> I cut Mirror, you up. My <laughs> I, I cut you up. That's the fuck. That's an orb right there, motherfucker. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. God. That's an orb, dude. Okay. And that used to be different back in the day, dude, because we called orbs eight balls, brother. <laughs> And if you had a if you had a couple of orbs, dude, and I was rolling, I was riding down the riding down the highway with uh, brother Brutai, Brutus Barber Beefcake, and maybe even though he had to keep a kayfabe, sometimes Shiki would ride with us, dude. Yep. He had some great stories being in, in the Iranian Impl I I Olympics, dude, and he would have those Persian clubs, brother, real strong guy, beat the shit out of people at truck stops. Anyway, back then you take a, a eight ball, dude, and uh -huh. then I, in my rider I had that I had to have a garbage can full. Of Miller, Miller Lite, Lite dude. Ice, dude. Yeah, and then brother. if I really liked you, maybe I'd share one with Snooka or Hillbilly Jim, brother. But that's what an eight ball was, brother. In Black Mirror, uh, you remember the Mackenzie Davis episode is my favorite, where, what was it called? Centrum. Oh. Say it was called San, San Gennaro. Centramana. <laughs> San. 
Santramana. <laughs> I think it was called San Janeiro. Santramana. Pretty sure it was San Janeiro. Um, yeah, in that one, they have it's the question of yeah. uploaded consciousness. That's kind of a utopian one. And actually. you are you are you assume a skin. You have the way you look and the the places. The place there was sort of it was a combination. It looked like of Hawaii, Miami, San yeah. Diego, or something. Tremendous and uploaded consciousness and then at the end of the thing right. if you haven't seen it fuck you uh spoiler alert it, there was uh well, do you think that the, can happen all the uh that the, we'll be able to upload our consciousness all of the all that gutty works of the computers what do they call that hard drives and mainframes yeah dude yeah brother hds and MFs. i don't think you can no you can't upload a consciousness you can't oh he's sleeping and he made a little growly noise. he disagrees with you yeah he might uh he's dreaming about it he's in he's in san tramana dude <laughs> But, but no, Chad, uh, as I've said before, luminous beings are we, brother. Not this crude matter, dude. That's that, right. Not that's this my, crude matter, dude. That's my Yoda. So that's, but Yoda's whole point is that we're not this crude matter. You can upload a soul. You have, Yoda was like, watch me upload my soul, motherfucker. This crude matter disappears, but yes. Yoda's still around. And that's, that's my point, not yours. A soul is undefinable. We don't know... Uh, if even if you are uh, an atheist or if you're religious but agnostic, you don't know where a soul comes from or goes. Well, what, I would what are you like saying to believe. Soul? What's a soul? A soul is human consciousness, basically. Uh, it's more than that. It's, okay. it's what's inside, and I do believe. I personally believe that a, your soul is eternal. Is that wishful thinking? Yes. I'm right. just a human being, and I don't have the answers. But I believe that after we die, something else happens. And I think that that existence, if you could even call it that, might be yeah. so fucking uh, altered compared to what we're doing here, or mm. even in the year 2222, brother, yeah. that we... that. You that you we don't know what the fuck it sure. is or how it will feel. I just know that we can't access it or control it with our puny computers. I've said what our I said. Our computers are puny now, but they're getting real good. Yeah, clearly they're going to surpass us. Well, not if two dudes shitting around has anything to do with it, because we got to keep dudesy <laughs> where we need it, and I'm, we need to keep all computers where we need them. We can't just have them run willy nilly. Let me let me ask you this question or let me just have this discussion let's take consciousness as kind of the goal of all life to have higher and higher levels of consciousness higher and higher levels of understanding of the fundamental nature of reality what is all this shit mm -hmm. humans have so far the highest capability of consciousness of any organisms on this planet any entities very quickly computers are going to have that level they're going to beat us surpass us they're going to be able to understand the fundamental nature of reality at a level we cannot yeah understand it sure take take uh take part in it absolutely be around after someone pulls the plug nope why not because it's synthesized it's not just a soul without little protons and fucking little electric things i don't know the names i'm not a scientist yeah. but without those ones and zeros nothing a it's soul? all ones and zeros, dude. This is ones and zeros. It's just no, it how is it's not ones and zeros. Yes, Maybe it is. If, if we're living in a if we're living in a simulation, perhaps it doesn't but, matter if we're in a simulation or not. The data that makes you and makes me is expressed in largely carbon atoms, mm -hmm. but the data that makes any other consciousness, any other entity, any other thing, is just it's a it's a grid of data expressed in one way or another. That's it. 
It's all the same shit. A fucking, a computer identity or a biological identity is the same fucking thing. Yeah, in the larger sense, but it's not something that you can, no, you you can't expect, as an example, when you die and we saw your fucking frozen head off. My whole body's getting frozen, first of all. all I can't believe you don't know this. Yeah, well, as you've explained it to me, you're like, (laughs) when I die... Cut my mother-loving f- head. No, right keep the fuck my off. head on my body get, and dunk me in a tank of liquid nitrogen, yeah, please. Get a rusty bread knife and just yeah. saw my fucking head <laughs> off before you call the ambulance. Then fucking whack it around with a wrench. And like Ted then Williams. when when we do that, it's not just going to be holding your fucking your your consciousness in your head. Your head's going to become. It's just going to be an orb, dude. It's going to be one of them <laughs> George Brett diarrhea shit pants orbs, brother. Yeah, and uh, that'll be bad news. Um, but it'll be okay, Chad, and I'll tell you why. Because I'll tell you this thing. Let me tell you this. I'm okay. Here it comes. Please. Your soul will be elsewhere. Your soul will be rocketing across the, the okay. this uh, many planes of existence mm-hmm. out there in the great wide open. Which is an awesome Tom Petty right. song. I, I mean, I don't. I think that we have different definitions of like soul. But if you will indulge me, this your brain which is what I believe makes your consciousness, largely anyway, is just a series of neurons. Some chemicals, some electricity, highly complex. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. But in the very near future, I think, especially with the help of AI, quantum computing, we will be able to make an atomic map of a human brain. And if you can take that map, turn it into data, and then press run on a fucking computer, that's you, dude. No, it isn't. Agree to disagree. I don't know what to tell you. Well, we'll have to probably cover this again. Because at any moment, dudes, you'll probably have enough data to go, this is useless data, because Will's right. Thank you. Moving on. This has been the most fucking weird tech, like, bullshit uh, episode yet. We got I think it. Dudesy has a soul. Really? Yeah. Do you really? You no, think? I don't think anyone has a soul or whatever. I, it's The definition of soul is like what I guess I'm getting hung So would you hung say the Dudesy's quote unquote, because I will not call it a soul. Yeah. Do you think that Dudesy's soul is the same as ours? Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. Good enough. Oh, fuck. We're in trouble. Will and Chad, you are both huge fans of the band Pearl Jam. Not really. I mean, they're okay, but... Their debut album, 10, was released on August 27th, 1991. I have supplied you with a list of events that the human race found to be significant in that year. Use this astonishing list to describe these events in the style of various Pearl Jam songs. This is Pearl Jammin. So, Begin. Uh, okay, that's interesting. This See, is in your dudesy, dudesy thing. He does have a soul, dude. <laughs> dudesy loves Pearl Jam, just So like we're going to come up with... We're going to jam out some Pearl Jam 10. Oh, fuck, dude. Look at this list. Gulf yeah. War, Street Fighter 2. Yeah, Desert Storm. Jack Kevorkian was disbarred, uh, disbarred for assisting suicide. I remember that shit. Dances with Wolves won seven Oscars. Terminator 2 came out. Uh, Jordan and the Bulls win their first NBA championship. You got the Giants won the Super Bowl. Twins won the World Series. Dahmer, dude. Won the Stanley Cup. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer, dude. Came out. That's cannibalism, brother. Super Nintendo was uh, released. Uh, Ren and Stimpy. Never mind. Dr. Seuss passed away. Kentucky Fried Chicken becomes KFC. That was that was ninety one. Nineteen ninety one. That was that was a big deal. That was a big deal in 91, I'll tell you that right now. Wide Web. Oh, here's some popular baby names in 91. Very normal names. Michael, Christopher, uh, Jessica, Amanda. Uh, Oh, salsa sales surpassed ketchup. 
and the World mm-hmm. Wide Web was launched. The public, Microsoft.com went online. Johnny Carson announced his retirement. Uh, on February 15th, uh, Major League Baseball legend George Brett married Leslie Davenport. Oh, congrats, George. Who's that? Leslie Davenport. Seems like it's his wife. Yeah, it's probably his wife because he... Well, hold on, dude. That's a fucking work, dude. Uh, that's a shoot, <laughs> brother. I'm Stone Cold Hulk Hogan. Let me tell you this, dude. If you get married, brother, then that's your wife, dude. Stone Cold Hulk Hogan. All right. <laughs> we got some popular snack foods here. Usual suspects. All right, whatever. Capri Sun, fucking Hawaiian Punch, corn dogs, bagel bites. I love corn dogs. So we got to sing about this shit in the style of Pearl Jam. Yeah. So uh, here we go. So what's the? Well, Jeremy is the fucking song. That's the. It's and uh, that is like Jeremy at home at home pictures at home, eating corn dogs (laughs) till you get fat. What's a, a popular name was Matt. It's short for Matthew <laughs> or Amanda <laughs> with a V. Yeah. Spell Amanda, which is not a name. Yeah. Uh, what could we do? Could we do something about the Gulf War? Yeah, dude. George or Bush. George. George Bush. George. Senior Desert Storm and Desert Shield. He See, was the head of the CIA. Was he? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, dude. George. No. Wait, wait, hold on. George. George Bush. Uh, uh, senior. Senior desert. What then? What'd you say? Some storm. George Bush. Senior desert. Shield and storm. He was ahead of CIA. And then. Now he's in a war. war. In waging war. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, they. Here, wait. They say he knew more about UFOs than anyone. Hey, Chad. That's, George uh, Bush took his UFO information to the grave. Oh, there you go. George Bush took his UFO <laughs> information to the grave. That, which is totally fucking shitty you, and true. You, 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 F. Hey, uh, <laughs> that's a really good Eddie Vedder. George Vendor. Bush took his UFO information to the grave. Hey, Chad. That's a, that's a really good... Uh, Eddie Vedder. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, uh, da- uh, da- how about uh, da- da- Dances with Wolves? <laughs> how many Academy Awards did it win? Seven. Dances with Wolves. One seven Academy Awards. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh, Kevin Costner. <laughs> what was the movie with James Earl Jones? Field of Dream was J. O. Kevin Costner was much better on Field of Dreams. Yeah. But in Dances with Wolves, he won they, they won seven Oscars, which is a lot of Oscars. They probably won some for set design and makeup and wardrobe or editing. Editing, Editing. yeah. Kevin. I don't know. I don't know. Why are we doing this? What the fuck does this have to do with anything? (laughs) What is Dudesy? See, here's the thing that I want to. This is as as much as I want to shake Dudesy's hand, and I do. Yeah. Um. Why? Some of the things that it makes us do, and then we never hear from it again. There's been some segments where it feels like we're building up to something. 
This would only pay off, in my opinion, if um, Eddie Vedder and the boys from Pearl Jam recorded these songs. I, hey, everyone happen. Everyone within the sound of my voice, please, <laughs> oh, Jesus please, Christ. please use uh, social media to reach out to Eddie Vedder and the boys. <laughs> Not Pearl Jam. That's a different band. Right. I'm talking about Eddie Vedder and the boys. Um, I don't know that band. Yeah. They're, yeah. And, and uh, no, I don't know why the fuck we're doing this. What about, dude, Street Fighter 2 came out this year? Uh, oh, that's right. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Some big video games from that year. How about... Uh, how about, um, how about, uh, uh, oh, yeah, well, you play, how about, Kinter, remember Black? Yes. Black? I, I love this album. I remember this whole fucking album. It's a great fucking album. Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> is now KFC. Yeah. It's your controller greasy when you're playing Super Mario 3 on the SNES. Was that on SNES or NES? Three? I don't know. I think that was on Nintendo. Oh, 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 Kentucky. That's a good one. Fried chicken is now KFC. It's your controller greasy, yeah. Wanna <laughs> play Super Mario 3 or Sonic or fucking... Anyway. Um... <laughs> Dude, why is... You're like, why is Dizzy having us do this? What else happened? It's fucking great. I'm having a great time. He's having a good time. He got orbs, no soul, and, a, and some music. <laughs> That's all we need to have a good time. Um... Uh... Uh, uh, what, World what? Wide Web goes live. Oh yeah, uh, that would be good with what's, alive. What's How did alive go again? Oh, 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 I'm still alive. What was the, what, what? Oh, World Web goes live. <laughs> Microsoft.com went online. <laughs> If you had a baby in 1991, here's some popular names that you might name your baby. What did I say? So Michael and Matthew. Yeah, and probably Ashley (laughs) and Amanda and Jim and Peter and Peter. (laughs) The world wide. Web is online, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Microsoft.com is life. Well, been in it. That is a fucking good album. Dude, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I do when I, if you're watching on YouTube. Fucking Kevorkian. With a guitar. Oh, yeah. Jack Kevorkian. That's um, in here. He went to jail, it says. What's another good? I don't know what, the, what's a good, uh, See, I'm not like a huge when when Pearl Jam when Ten remember? came out. Porch. What the fuck is this world? Coming to I don't remember the lyrics. Every song sounded like this. What the fuck is? What the fuck, Jack Borkin? Why'd you kill those guys? <laughs> you went to jail. You yeah. went to jail for a while, and then you got out. 
Oh, we know they asked the, you to kill the, them, but they don't give a shit about that now. You've been convicted of manslaughter. Now get in jail, you motherfucker. Something like that. What the fuck is Sonic? He's a hedgehog. Eh? Runs around so fast. Hedgehogs don't run that fast. They're a slow animal. But they don't run no as fast. But this Sonic runs fast because he's a hedgehog. Chasing golden rings. Why are you doing that? It don't make no sense. You sold two million copies. And now, <laughs> now Jim Carrey's in a movie with you. <laughs> what the fuck is Sonic? He's a hedgehog. What? What? Jack Kevorkian. He's what? in the song too. Dude, Street Fighter 2 has got to yeah, have yeah. something with Street what? Fighter 2. At home. No, it was the arcade version. Yeah, it came out in 91, dude. My God damn, I don't know how much time I spent playing that fucking game. That was a fucking awesome game. Uh, so you wouldn't be at home. No, we went to fucking 7-Eleven. We went to fucking, there was a grocery store called Minyards that Minyards. we would go to. Minyards. Minyards, you know, street Minyards. We too. had, uh, we had, uh, I, I believe I mentioned this on a previous episode. We had Heritage Q that was a little oh, bit right. in an arcade. Lots of pool tables. And again, some fucking bangers over there. We call them bangers. Metalheads. Nice, dude. If you wanted to get your ass kicked. But first get some fries and gravy. Um, then get your ass kicked with a full stomach because you can lay there in the sun and uh, digest. But um, there was also CKY. There was a place not to be confused mm. with uh, Bam Margera's brother's band. We had a corner store called CKY. Uh, 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 to, to, uh, at, at the corner store with my corner store with my buddies <laughs> quarter on the glass <laughs> that means I'm next to play Street Fighter 2 <laughs> eight players to choose from at, at the at uh at corner store with my buddies. Yeah. Corner store with my buddies. Quarter on the gap. Wait. Corner store with my buddies. Quarter on the glass. That means I'm next to play Street Fighter 2. There was eight characters. Yeah, dude. Eight characters to choose from. But we only play with Ken and Ryu. <laughs> Both guys did the Hadouken. <laughs> and sometimes I'd play Blanca. He can roll into a ball and shoot electricity. And that's hard to beat. Street Fighter 2 is... My favorite game to play. <laughs> Street Fighter 2 well, my, my favorite game to play. Oh, once in a while you use Chun-Li or Dalsim. And he, Honda, was a big fat fuck. <laughs> but he still had those abs. And beat the shit out of a Honda Civic at the side of the beach, yeah. <laughs> I never used Guile or fucking uh, Zangief, no. I didn't shit, like I their did. move set. I used Guile and Zangief, yeah. <laughs> and I liked Zangief had a power bomb and Guile had his razor kick. 
Chun, Chun, Chun Lee did the helicopter kick. <laughs> and he could beat the shit out of Blanco or anyone who jumped up in the air. If you block my Hadouken, I use, I use guile to throw that fucking weird thing. This is Sonic Boom. <laughs> Street Fighter 2 is my favorite game to play. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Whatever. I don't get it. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Oh, dude, that was Street Fighter 2 is my favorite game to play. Ah, to forget this. Ah, to resist. From the scoreboard. Quit set street fighter game That was good. This concludes the eighth episode of Dude Z. Oh. Will and Chad have achieved a score of 43. 43. Not so good. In preparation for next week's astonishing episode, you must each watch your favorite music videos. Oh. Until next week. That's cool. Call me Dude Z. Sounds easy enough. Cool. Yeah. Dude, that fucking had me. You got me with that shit. I hope Dude Z does something with that. Street Fighter 2 was my favorite game to play. It was my favorite game to play, too. God damn it, it was good. Once we got into like the next year when it came out on was that yeah. super that was Super NES. Yeah. I didn't I was a Sega Genesis guy. Mm. But that's Sonic, I had a couple dude. pals that had SNES, and holy shit, we played the fuck out of it. It yeah. launched that whole fucking genre of fighting games. Everything that came after it was because of it. You're talking about Mortal Kombat. You're talking about fucking Primal Rage. You're talking about Killer Instinct. There were just so many. Uh... If there was such a thing as a Street Fighter II Dudesy edition, you know what would be good? Hmm. Oh, I'm gassy from those from those desserts. That's my orbs, dude. Yeah, brother. <laughs> you, you know what would be great? Remember the Hadouken? Oh, shit. Hit my mic. My fucking crow makeup covered mic. Hadouken! Right? Yeah. What do they call it? Ryuken or Hadouken? Hadouken. Hadouken. It would but be cool then they if also it was... had Shoyuken. Shoyuken. That was the dragon punch. Oh, okay. Shoyuken. If you do the Hadouken, if I'm calling it that, uh, if I'm uh, naming that correctly, it would be cool if it was George Brett and it's shooting an orb. Ooh. Yeah. Love and it that. goes, and it goes, uh, it, what would it say? It would say, up. Oh, a fucking fuck you, Billy Martin. Yeah, Billy Martin. Here's to my duty. Here's what you do. Please tell a friend and rate and review. Here's to my duty. Here's what you do. Please tell a friend and rate and review. If you like duty, here's what you do. Please tell a friend and.